I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I missed you guys last we week. We missed you too. The best friends are all reunited exciting over here. The Hispanic heartthrob, Andy Cortez. Hey guys. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Did you enjoy that pre-show? I did, yeah. Patreon.com slash kind of fun. We, we recapped Stop. Kevin falling from the prior pre-show. Yeah. I need to see the video. Huh? Said, guess how much that fun that was. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's a lot of screaming from Kevin that we're all racists. Over there, Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. Hey, that's a nice jacket hey, at Tim Yeti's. Let Tim host. There you go, baby. How you excited go. were you when you figured out the uh, the jacket, you were going to get that jacket from it's Cyberpunk, right? I'm never letting this die. Are you kidding me? Like, Greg told me, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you have your Cyberpunk demo tomorrow. They give you a bomber jacket. It's reversible. My first thought, I was like, that sounds cool, but it's not going to be cool. Then I'm like, send me pictures. And he sends me, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, super I, excited. I, you didn't sleep all that and night. And then I put you? it on. And I'm like, this might be, like, Andy, touch it. Oh, wow. Holy this shit. This isn't cheap. This, this is does not feel nice like a, that's, that's shit. A, that's that witchy And it doesn't money. have that weird flap that I don't like that most bomber jackets do. This isn't a $15 no, Amazon dude. jacket. Yeah, it's it's fucking nice. I miscalculated mm-hmm. because I got played on Slack, as they say. Where I, t- I put on the Slack, who wants the link keychain? You got, you, all you guys were, saw it, every seen it, we've seen it, it's all blah, blah. And yeah, I was like, oh, well, then. I now you know how it feels. I never now seen it. Everyone's like, well, you, you relate to the conversation. Yeah, but, but everybody yeah. else is like, yeah, oh, I, I had no, been tweeted no about care, it prior blah, blah, blah. to that. Yeah, yeah, and so then, it, then my confidence level in knowing what was hip and hot coming out of E3, what was the breaking news coming out of E3, was shattered. Mm-hmm. So when I didn't even bother bringing my bomber jacket to the Gamescast recording to Tim. I have to interrupt this. We have a, co- a call from Cool Greg. Oh, Jesus. Right, you told Hello, Cool Greg. What's the bail set at? What's up? Jesus. Hey, what's happening, bro? I'm at uh, 7-Eleven looking for these uh, energy drinks, but there's hell. I don't know what you want. There's one called Bang. It's pretty cool. So you got, God damn it, Bang! You got Bang. What flavor? What flavor are we looking talking about, Cool Greg? Blue Raz. For Bang, they got Rainbow Unicorn. I'm going to pee doing this. Salad, you want to drink or something? Candy, Blue Raz. Blue Raz. I want me one of them Blue Razzes, Cool Greg. Cool Greg, give me a Blue Raz too. I want to try it. I've heard a lot about Bang. Okay, so two blue razzes? Yeah. yeah, can you get me a Red Bull? Okay, and a Red Bull? What's yeah. the rib situation? All What's right. the ribs? Thanks, Cool Greg. Rips. Rips. No, What's wait, a rib? So wait, one, Red Bull and two one Red Bull and two Bang Cool Razzes. A pack of blue ribs. Okay, Kevin's saying a pack of ribs? What the fuck is Grits? that? A packet of ribs. R-I-P-S. <laughs> I still don't know what that is. It's, so fucking much. it's a sour strap candy. Are you talking about the candy? Yeah, yeah. the candy. Yeah, yeah. Now Joey's here with a question, Cool Greg. Hold on. Uh, Hey, Cool Greg, can you get some of those pear Red Bulls? Which one? Do they have pear sugar-free Red Bull? It's in a green green Red Bull can. can. Pear. They have, yeah, Chris Greg, yeah, they have one. All right. Thank you. Joey Joey wants one. Okay, so I'll grab it. All right, thanks, Kevin, you can go ahead and throw that up there. Show, Show everybody what a rip is, which looks like, this would be one of those things where you could try to convince me we're in a video game. And I'd be like, fuck, we are NPCs in a video game. Like, a rip candy? Innovative licorice? What the fuck are you talking your mouth about? Up. Yeah, like, Kevin. Kevin. Yes, <laughs> it's first, really good. At first I heard ribs. Yeah, me too. I, I thought, thought you wanted to get some ribs. You want ribs from 7-Eleven. And then I heard Ritz, like crackers. Uh, and, like, and then he said a right. pack of grits and I, no. cigarettes. No. You know what I mean? I was like, all right. <laughs> and then I heard a pack of ribs, and I thought a pack of ribs was like a rolling paper or... Rib condom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We got there in the end, though. We figured <laughs> it all out. We got there. So I totally misplayed it because I didn't bring the jacket to the Gamescast at all because I assumed Tim already knew about it. So then when I said it and his eyes lit up, I was like, oh, fuck. I was so stoked. I had no idea. I yeah. love it, man. I love it so much. It looks very, very high quality. A buddy it's, of mine was on Twitter uh, like, 
damn, am I gonna? Am I really about to throw down four hundred bucks for this? Show? I was like, no, they're gonna put it on the store. Like they announced that they're gonna put it. Did oh, they? did they? Yeah, they were like, they were like, do not buy these jackets. They're on sale on, e- on sale on eBay for like four hundred dollars. Don't do it. But we're gonna put it on both our EU store and then and the upcoming US store. Hell yeah, man! I need to find out who made them. Because I want this for kind of funny. I want Ooh. blue on the inside. Yeah, that'd be super tight. It'd be so cool. Yeah. What's on the outside? Uh, now, how, uh, you like right. the jacket. How much of the game are you going to play? Hella. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm you all think in. you're in for Cyberpunk? I am so in for Cyberpunk. Wow. No, no question, man. They sold me. This thing looks amazing. Yeah, I had dreams about it. Well, sure, you're in. I understood that. Tim, I'm in. Tim, I'm, in, and I'm not like doing the joking insult. It just doesn't. Uh, RPGs, usually, open world RPGs, you start to This one, they're doing. They're checking every box, man. This wow. game is going to be such a major hit just across the board and I think it's because it's it's like cool we have the guys that made The Witcher 3 which is critically acclaimed and loved but we're gonna make it mainstream and accessible and interesting to everyone else that looks at that and is like nah nah, nah I want no part That's of that nerd shit, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean I'm fucking in, dude. I can't right. wait. Well, so much so you get to too, choose right? the type of, of person that you are going in right there's the three different like backstories Shane, that you get to choose kid. one of them was the nomad one of them was the street kid and one of them like is the um, the corporatist is what they call it. And I look at that shit. And I was like, we were talking about this on the Easy Allies show. I'm like, I'm going corporate, baby. I'm selling out instantly. This is going to be fucking awesome. But then they announced Shocker, the, you know? they announced the <laughs> well, uh, like descriptions of, right. uh, of what each one of these are. And the corporatist, it was like um, substance over style. And I was like, that sounds suspiciously like function over fashion. And I was like, I'm going street kid. <laughs> they lost me with that Ooh. shit. Get the fuck out oh, of yeah, here. Oh, yeah, because they announced all the fashions recently. Like, they, yeah. they, they showed, like, uh, the style and substance is one of them. And mm-hmm. then, like, yeah, some so, substance over style is, like, very militarized. Yep. I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. I'm not about that at all. That's not who you are. Yeah. So you know, awesome. But their clothes look cool. Back to being a street kid. Style over substance, Nick. The, the girl's wearing a jacket, and it looks very much like a 90s. Like where where we wore jackets that were like eighteen colors each, mm-hmm. like very like windbreaker, it. like super pink, and the pockets like yellow, and it. the inside, yeah. Well, I mean, even even from that cutscene of this show where he's wearing kind of a bomber jacket, but it's got that collar that's lit, yeah, that neon collar, looks fucking rad. So. The style is cool. I'm with Tim on this one. Like, I this is not if you put all of these on paper, it might not be a game that I should be playing, but I'm gonna play the shit out of it. Gonna be real fun. They had a guy. They had the guy there in the booth, along along with a woman Janet. as well. Uh, yeah. No, I wish, but doing the cosplay there with the jacket with the yeah. neon thing or whatever, and it was like, oh, that's really cool. And then I forgot, but CD Projekt Red did not forget that last year for some reason there that guy pinched my nipple in a photo. Oh, cool. And I was it was at the behest of my friend who works at CD Projekt Red. In sure. The PR. I forget how we got there, but whatever. And I remember last year how awkward it was him explaining to the cosplayer like, oh, it'd be funny if you do this. And the guy's like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? Did it for the photo. And then this year, when they reminded me and him about it and wanted to do the photo again, it was still very awkward explaining because that guy did not remember that. No, 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 did, what what was remember. the uh, impetus of that? Why, I don't why? remember. I don't why? remember Because that's that. not we your were, thing. We were, cyber no, nips. we were hammered, you know? Yeah, we were wasted. <laughs> this, year, this year, it was hammered. actually a, a bar. It was a oh, cyberpunk really? bar when that's you're cool. waiting in the queue to, to play. Didn't they have beer last time or no? Not that I remember. I remember Maybe they did. I didn't have any because I was at work. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> just a heads up. Yeah. I saw Whoa. Per Schneider having a beer. Just putting it out there. Wow. Damon Hatfield's having a beer. I expect no less from him. <laughs> exactly. Cool. He's allowed to do that. Pear running. Pear hasn't worked it on his day ten years. In ten exactly. Years. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like sitting. He's like Vigo on the the the, the throne of skulls. Yeah. You know that's it. I mean? like, watch, watching the pink stuff come between his legs. <laughs> the river. <laughs> 
I do. I understood that yeah. reference, but it took me a second. Watch what the pink the stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you didn't know, this is the kind of funny podcast right. each and every week. Four, yes, know. four best friends <laughs> gather on this table, come to talk to you about what's going on in their lives. If you like that, hey. Why not support us on patreon.com slash kindoffunny? You can get a whole bunch of perks and goodies. You can be part of the show. You can get the show early. You can get it ad-free. You can get it with a pre- and post-show tacked on. Usually where we make fun of Kevin, and he gets close to quitting. The pink weather of slime from Ghostbusters 2. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The got pink it. stuff got between it, his it. legs. Duh. You okay. don't understand that reference from Vigo two seconds ago? <laughs> Idiots. Uh, if you got no bucks to toss away, no big deal. The show posts each and every Friday as a video and MP3. Check it out on youtube.com slash Kind of funny. Housekeeping for you. We have cool friends is up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny. Brand new show. Uh, episode two is up right now. Anthony Rap. And worth pointing out at youtube.com slash kind of funny games. You can get the games cast crossover with easy allies. Also, you can watch the kind of funny game showcase. That you if can. you haven't watched, you should check out. If you only watched once, you should watch it again. Suspiciously close to 100,000 views. Ooh. And that'd be very nice to hit. That's yeah, so cool. Congrats yeah. on that, by the way, guys. Thanks, guys. The game. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, George Lopez, Mark Stavar. <laughs> George Lopez cracks me every time. Yeah, it's yeah. George Lopez. Be amazing. George Lopez show? Yeah. No, I mean, I knew he had a show, but I didn't know the theme song to it. What? I didn't watch what the George show. Lopez one of the, show. One, of the, one, of the show. one of the best memes ever is like uh, some guy posted on Twitter, and he was like, "You wake up, you wake up at three forty in the morning." You're hot and sweaty, and this is playing on the TV, and it's the it's the Lopez intro with Lowrider playing because that's sure. the intro, and it just brought back so many memories of like staying up late playing World of Warcraft, and then like you're stuck with this shit. George Lopez is on like at four in the is morning. Is the show any good? The show is pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like everyone loves Raymond, but yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. good. So it was another show that was on for like nine seasons. Nobody yeah. Knew yeah. existed. Yeah, no. I met him at E3. You George met Lopez. him in E3. Shut up. This yeah. E3? My first E3. Wait, George Lopez who's supporting us or George Lopez the comedian? No, the comedian. Uh, Again, are they one and the same? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. What was he like? What was he doing in E3? Uh, Probably taking his not kids playing there, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like there was kids involved and there was some uh, sponsored thing that he did not want to be doing. Sure, okay. Oh, I think it was it was a Def Jam rap oh, star. God. Yeah, that makes sense. That is uh, definitely a George yeah. Lopez game. It was him and it was Method Man and Red Man <laughs> together. There was a there was a moment in history where Red Man and Method Man were just everywhere. Yeah, God I mean, that. hey, they, they were the they were Kevin Hart back then. They had then. a movie. Like, they were in all they, the movies. Were. They unified yeah. to be Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, so, anyways, George Lopez, Mark St- Stavagi, Starvagi. Do we ever, St- Starvagi, is how we say. Uh, Kieran O'Donnell, DJ Kento, and Sam Davis. Today we're brought to you by Upstart and Green Chef, but we'll talk about that later. Nick Andy. Yes, sir. Congratulations. You didn't burn down the place while we were gone. No, we uh, we held it together. Uh, only screwed up a couple things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it worked, <laughs> out. worked out okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I mean, honestly, it was uh, it was it was a weird week last week because coming in, I came in fresh on like Tuesday yeah. thinking I got a lot of energy for this week. I'm going to make sure we get all the shows done. And I did a fucking great job. Um, and I, by the end of the week, I was like, I am tired. <laughs> this was a long one. This one worked out. But then we saw you guys fucking raging hard every night and going real hard on the show floor. I was like, Andy, we got to dig deep to make fun of Joey during this Let's Play. We got to yeah. make this worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Uh, I had a show at Cobb's on Wednesday night, which went well. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. What is going on? Is Cobb's not, or Punchline not closing anymore, I heard? Is that what so what punch, what's happened with Punchline is they've now zoned the space as... It's not that they're leaving. It's that, from what I understand, they have a uh, a designation that means whatever they put in that space has to be designated for entertainment. So that's kind of a workaround of saying, hey, Google, 
you can you can rent the space out, but you have to use it as an entertainment venue. Okay. And so to them, they're like, well, that's dumb. Why don't we just keep Punchline there? So that's what they're fucking with right now. It's kind of what they're what's going on with that. And they're, they're still doing city council meetings and trying to figure out. But I don't think they've got a historical status. I think it's just a matter of they're trying to get it every protection they possibly can. Um, so they're thinking it might actually stick around. Was wow. this is it like in the episode of uh, I think Tim will be the only one who recognizes this. Maybe Kevin uh, episode of Hey Arnold where they're trying to knock down the tree. This oh, yeah. very like sort of uh, important tree to the city, and then people end up like this old lady kind of like hippie lady ends up sleeping in the tree sure. to like prevent them from her. knocking it down. Yeah, they murder. Her. <laughs> that, yeah. that was that was the one <laughs> of the special sleep. 3D episodes that if you Whoa. went to Blockbuster, they would give you 3D glasses. Oh, I'm sure that was certain, an experience. And at certain points in the the show, things would be 3D. With wow, the, it was it crazy. It was. Can you <laughs> imagine that shit happening anymore? No. Because I remember when Revenge of the Nerds, not one or two or any of that, like the made-for-TV Revenge of the Nerds was on Fox, and you had to go get 3D glasses, and then there's also like a scratch-and-sniff thing you get from 7 What did it it smell like? I don't remember. Fucking, it was the nerds, Nerds. I'm sure. Fucking pussy, and then like... It smelled like cream pie and pussy. Oh my God, Nick! (laughs) <laughs> That's another How great, do you do it every time? That's another great he, movie reference says, if you understand the movie. If he not, says these things and then looks around shocked like, I can't believe I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Even I can't believe I said it. You said it five seconds before me. That, I, just no, I, it. I just said pussy. You, that, that, everybody's like, uh-huh, that makes sense. Scratch this new pussy smell. You said cream pie, pussy. That's when everybody flipped out. Not understanding. <laughs> In the original Revenge of the Nerds, one of the ways, Tim, they made their money during the Greek week thing was selling pies that were just whipped cream, but then at the bottom was a naked photo they took against a yeah, woman's yeah, will. Yeah. Yeah. This it was is, totally I mean, terrible. You think, man, that's terrible, but they also raped that woman, so there was a lot of things. A lot of horrible yeah. things. A lot of bad, a lot of things that Revenge of the Nerds don't hold up today. You know what I mean? Yeah. She does. She marries him and they have a great life. In the Revenge of the Nerds made for TV movie with the scratch and sniff stuff and the 3D goggles, she was in the back of a truck because she was pregnant with that nerd's baby and everything was fine. Had a good life. Exact. God, you know a lot about this made for TV Revenge of the Nerds thing, Kev. I love it. So, Cobbs, your show, it was good? Yeah, it was good. It was pretty good, yeah. Gia went, Joey went. We had a great time. One of Gia's I friends, finally met Joel. Gia's friend, uh, Darlene. Darlene, yeah, she was good. She had the set of the night. That's uh, what I heard. Which she, is great. She performed? Yeah. She, uh, no, not Gia, uh, Darlene. Gia's friend. Yeah. yeah. Even then, I, was, I thought oh, you were talking about Gia's friend. I assume Gia's friend is in the audience with Yeah, Gia it was very weird. I, I introduced myself to her in the green room, and she, I was like, I'm friends with uh, Gia. And she goes, who? And I went, Gia Harris? And she goes, oh, yeah, of course. She was like, I thought... She was like, I, I mean, it's very random. What happened was she was like, I couldn't. She was like, I only know one Gia, and there's no fucking way you know her. Yeah. So she was totally confused. Yeah. But I thought that Gia had set this up. Like she was texting her beforehand. Hey, you're on a show with my friend Nick. Make sure you say hello because mm-hmm. she was doing that to me. Turns out it was very one sided. And yeah. I came at Darlene with the wrong energy. <laughs> not, I was why like, am I hey! not surprised? And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then, <laughs> yeah, by the end, it was, it was totally funny. great. Uh, yeah. And we had a good time. Yeah, we were worried that, that, that it was one of the smaller promotions. Um, so everyone was worried that it was not going to be that many people that showed up. But we had about 100 people which in Cobbs is a pretty decent audience, uh, and it was a fun night. Thank you to all, uh, everyone who showed up. I, I guilted Joey to show up with a, a lot of FOMO. Said it's going to be great. You're going to miss out. And you know, I didn't know this about Joey, but she gets real bad FOMO. So that was cool. That worked. So that was it, cool. I had a lot of stuff going on, Nick. Sorry about that, man. Yeah, Andy didn't <laughs> come out. Streaming, streaming some games. A lot of stuff. Some games, some games. What'd you do? Uh, what'd you do Wednesday meetings, night? Just business meetings. Oh, yeah. business yeah. meetings. Yeah. Wow. Fun house Got meetings with big stuff. Bruce, and bigger than that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Nicholas, why don't I ever get credit for going to these things? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. Kevin and uh, Kevin came out. <laughs> fine, Kevin filmed my set fine. as well, which oh, is very nice of him. Great. Um, oh, Kevin is my that? literally my biggest support. I just, I'm sorry, Kev. I was getting around to who came out, and then I got sidetracked no, with fine, fine. the Gia. I, uh, I was the one setting that named me up. who came out. What's I know, that? I, both of you I didn't know you went. I don't know you went. No, I know. I wouldn't have named you if I did, but. <laughs> He's still mad about the pre-show. Uh, He's a prickly customer right now. <laughs> yeah, one of Gio's friends came out. Kevin came out. Did Cool Greg wasn't there? Yeah, Cool Greg was there, right? Wasn't no, no, Cool Greg wasn't there. No, he wasn't there. Um, but we had Cheeks there, too. We did have Cheeks, Cheeks there. Jr. And I left. As I left, I looked over. And there was a few uh, a few best friends that had come as well. And Kevin was holding court with these people, just entertaining them as he and Cheeks were just leaning up against the wall, smoking cigarettes. And just, I was like, fucking hey, man. What's it like being young? It's just late. You ain't got shit to do. You're smoking cigarettes. It's so cool. You guys look so cool in your shorts. It was awesome. Oh, because that was still one of the warm still days. So this is very hot. visual. It was visual. Cheeks Jr. and Kevin in shorts. I was wearing pants. Smoking. Just to be clear. Cheeks was wearing shorts. It was yeah. a little bit cold for shorts. Oh, really? It had it, gotten colder. Point, oh, yeah. got it. Got but it. there was plenty of people in the audience wearing shorts, so I made fun <clears> of them. I was like, you know, they sell these things that are longer shorts. They're called pants. I'm sure that killed. Really oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> fucking crap. <laughs> yeah. Tim. Yeah. As a San Francisco native, uh huh. Where do you come down on Hard. the local businesses closing up shop, having to be moved out, all this stuff? Obviously, we have the punchline conundrum over here, mm-hmm. but down in the mission, I know it's a big thing, right? Gentrification, people keep bringing up Luca's delicatessen that closing mm-hmm. made headlines the world over. Yeah. I, I found a New York Times article getting shared on f- Twitter about that and how, you know, everything's changing in SF and it's ruining. And I saw today Mission Pies is closing and people are freaking out about that. And it seems like there seems to be all these local businesses that have been there. Mission Pies, I believe, was 12 years. Luca's been like 70 or something like that. But yeah. the the thing being with Luca's, right, is that they own the building that they're in and the parking lot next door. And it's something obscene. They got like, you know, nine million, eight million dollars just to close up shop and be done with it. Where do you come down? Do you worry about San Francisco losing its uh, identity? No, because I feel like the the things that people are going to fight for, they're going to fight for them, and the, those fights will win out. I think this punchline situation is a kind of proof of that. Like, I think that it gets really uh, – it's kind of put up or shut up in a lot of ways where it's like a lot of people are bitching about the stuff, but it's like, okay, but have you supported this place in the last 10 yeah, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's the onus is on you a lot to kind of like go through and support the local businesses that you, you want. I support Gordo's. I hope that it never goes away. If it was going to go away, I would rally. You know what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a ton of other places that I feel like, like, there's a lot of talk, not a lot of action sure. going on that I'm seeing. And you have to, you have to. I mean, I personally think it's, it's it is a bigger problem. Um, but yeah, to Tim's point, like you go when you go to a lot of these places, the quality of service that you're getting more often than not is not what you would expect out of a mom and pop place where you want to have that like personal <clears throat> service. You want to have that feeling like you're in a place where people want to know your name and you're just not getting it. Most of these places are run down and, and just, it's not worth it for a lot of places that are going out of business, but it's sad and it's sad living in a, eventually we're going to turn around and you're not going to be able to get anything but a Starbucks or uh, something delivered to your house. But here's that's my pretty, question. That's probably pretty much going to be it. We got Lucho's down the street. I was going to say, do you I think guarantee so? that will not be there forever? Guarantee oh, yeah, it won't nothing's be. Nothing's gonna be there forever. That's my thing. Is like, I mean, that's kind of you know. That street is a ghost town, by the way. There's four or five storefronts that are just gone. Sure. Yeah, as you like, hope like there. something like Lucho's right, like can show. Lucho, that I'm telling business. you right now that you look at that. I look. I walk into that place. I'm like, this place is great. It will be here for another six months, and then mm-hmm. Lucho's. They'll go out of, they'll go out of business, packed, dude. They have, yeah, they're out the they door a lot of times. What, okay, fine. Well, whatever, whatever their lease is. Lucho's, Lucho's again. It's the, the restaurant. Place? It's the it's the, the like breakfast place we go. Oh right, 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 right. We did our reviews there. 
Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Employee reviews. Um, (laughs) It's one of those places where you. I mean, sure, it's doing great, but at some point, this is this is the big problem: is that every time uh, uh, this area that we're in right now, this West Portal area, is uh, very up and coming as far as that little that little stretch is concerned. So as as those start getting more expensive, they're going to just price all those places out. Like Mm -hmm. even that that cafe, I guarantee it went out of business because they probably the lease came up and they were like, "Cool, this is a giant space." To be be fair, a lot of uh, places on that street and a lot of places in San Francisco, it's not. It wasn't a lease situation. People think it is. It was actually a um, not hitting the health requirements, mm. and so it's like they got raided by. Oh, I do not want this. I don't want it. I want, I want, I want, I want it. Either. Thank you. Of Diet Coke. Thanks, they didn't hit their health who, stuff, but they didn't hit the the right health things, and it's like you can't be doing that shit. See, and that's my thing. That's a perfect point, though, right? That's yep. a lot of these mom and pop places. Exactly. They, just, they are run terribly, and they're not that great. And they're kind of run down, and everyone goes, "Oh, that's the culture of San Francisco." Like you walk around the Mission, and you're like, "These places all look terrible." Yeah, and There's that's all, why the Mission looks like a demilitarized. It zone. looks it's like a fucking months. demilitarized zone, and a lot, a lot of people say, "Hey, the Mission is where all the culture of San Francisco is," and I'm like, "I totally appreciate that, and I totally <clears> respect <throat> it." But at the same time, I literally don't feel safe eating in a lot of these <laughs> places or drinking in a lot of these places. Like there's bars in the Mission that I'm like, "This place is fucking filthy." What? What are you drinking? That bang? <laughs> I Thanks forget how you. I've heard. Oh, people were making fun of the bang E3, E3 thing. Dude, it was everywhere. It's like a nightmare. You and they had get like boot babes who were thinking, oh my God. They've got it. All. They, yeah, probably should have got They have a lot bang. of really good flavors. Potent brain and body fuel by the makers of the legendary Red Line energy products. Make no mistake, bang is not your stereotypical high sugar, life sucking soda masquerading as an energy drink. High sugar drinks spike blood sugar. Spike blood sugar producing metabolic mayhem, causing you to crash harder than a test dummy into a brick wall. Oh, it's sugar free. Power up with bangs, potent brain, and body rocking fuel. Creatine, caffeine. You take this one, I'm not going to drink it. CO, uh, COQ10, and BCAAs. Branched chain amino acids. This is the, this is the energy drink that a lot of uh, oh people that God. work out drink like life, a lot of people who are very fit. life is an extreme sport and bang is the extreme energy source to live life extreme let me see what we're fucking with here we Fuck got some niacin some vitamin c some vitamin b some magnesium the water comes out of the faucet gets me jacked it's up, got 25 percent of your vitamin b12 during the day yeah, zero calories gets me oh, jacked up God, yeah, try it. okay it's got a little nice it's very little fruity. bouquet yeah little very fruity as well. okay oh how you feeling you know what? What's up? I might be on that bang bus. Whoa, the You're bang on the bus? bang bus? <laughs> I might get on that bus with you, that I bang feel bus. Like, oh, hold on. I feel like him drinking that was just to get to that joke. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's not bad, though. It's actually a lot less potent than I thought it was going to be. Like, if you had a sugar-free Red Bull lately, no, those I, things you hit you in the fucking those. back of the teeth like, like my mom in the 80s. Just what? backhands. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Also, don't talk shit about bang, man, because I feel like if they're spreading all that money around, we might get a sponsorship from them. So. Hey, man, it's not bang. shit. It was just like, it was a, a lot to, to I don't do drink any of the energy A lot of bang so I mean, up there. Wow, that's actually not bad. The gentrification thing is very Back interesting, being no. somebody from here, because it's like there is so much culture in that, and like there's a lot of negative things, and like there's it's all perspective, right? Like I know so many friends and families that have been moved from where they, they grew up because of all this, uh, whether that's people from the mission or a lot of my friends, specifically people that were in Chinatown that were moved out, or North Beach and like that area. What's up? That's different though. Like that's a very unique, specific case. But like the those families getting moved and kind of away yep. from their the culture that's there. Well, it's displacing a lot of the lower and the middle class, and that's the problem with what's happening in SF right now. Is that because it's the most one of the most expensive like cities to operate in because people know that their land is at a, is at a premium. It's pricing everyone out of the market, and what happens there is then that that cascades downward to the. 
um, to like rentals and real estate and people just can't afford to live here anymore. So you have a lot of people, especially people who are like working in restaurants or people yeah. who are doing those smaller jobs or lower paying jobs. They have to they have to come from so fucking far away to just be able to work in the city that at a certain point it's like, what's it, you know, what's the point? See, that's where and I, where I think I'm not torn, but I see two different stories, right? Where I do fall into the camp with Tim and what Kevin's saying, right? And like Lucio's, but take it away. That... There are mom and pop, mom and grop shops of different restaurants and companies that are all over the place and are successful. Like, right. Leave Lucha's out of it, but like San Francisco. No, I, well, I, I didn't mean to speak badly about Lucha. I like it. Um, and by the way, one of the reasons why I do like that place is when we walk in, the they woman who runs it goes, "Hey, like yeah, let me yeah, clear yeah. some tables out for you," and you feel like. You're not at a at a a chain restaurant. Right. You feel like actually chicken's fantastic. Yeah, it's I'm very very like pie bowl or whatever. And yeah. that's what you need to do in order to survive in the city. And so that's my thing. I just don't is know like, if it's enough. San Francisco, right, has been going for a long time. Of right. course, they make shirts with us every so often, or did the Marvel T-shirts and the bags. Um, and they, you know, they just opened one in SFO. Like they're doing well. Yeah, there's, I saw a, that. there's a Vietnamese place where the old Underdogs Organic Sausage Joint used to be. That is fucking awesome oh, it seems to be me. doing real i mean but uh, see the problem like the problem is me, i feel like there's so many layers to the the gentrification conversation and the culture of sf and all that stuff where it's like even those places many people would argue are the problem the problem like, yeah they they are not the you know original oh, yeah mom and dad own chinese restaurants right mm, and they're corporate like, they're corporations it's, basically it's, but it's like even they're startups though and it's yeah, like it startups might, of like they might like be made they're, it's hipster it hipsters yeah, are yeah a there's good a place near it, me called it's... rooster and rice which i was like oh that's the most hipster thing ever yeah, hipster and I, coffee shop and i totally hated on it until i tried it and i'm like god damn this place is fucking good it's good but yeah. that's the whole food truck culture and all that coming yep. through as well but i'm even talking about the things where it's like i don't know exactly who founded san francisco but similar things to that um adapt is a good example but it's like it's a lot of these kids that grew up in san francisco with their parents running Chinese restaurants and they were given the opportunity to have that entrepreneurial kind of yeah. go for it and and they had a place and an area that they can stay in. That's why you see a lot of the stuff in the Sunset out there, which the Sunset is the west side of San Francisco. Richmond and Sunset um, are definitely, like they're seen as the outside of San Francisco. It's definitely the city. The city's only seven by seven miles, but nobody wanted to go out there. That was just a bunch of residential places, but you're starting to see things creep out there oh, even yeah. the place we're at right now like 10 years ago this block we were on that we're on was a disaster from here to city college was mm -hmm. like one of the worst areas where you would not want to go there it no, I'd, live here, and I'd live here now and horrible and now it's beautiful yeah kevin so. maybe these businesses would survive if they didn't turn down a bunch of fatties like us mm. the other day we went to uh what's the chinese place Emmys. 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 We went to Emmys. <laughs> and, and Emmys we ordered a fuckload of food. Shitty... Emmys is like the definition of just like San Francisco Chinese food. Yeah. Restaurant, yeah. We, we ordered a lot of food. And we like, I guess we didn't realize how much we'd, and we went in there and we were ready to party. You know yeah, what I mean? We had know, a plan. E3 was over. You guys had just left. It's like, all right, you know, we're ready to eat some food. And the oh, guy so E3 the, was just starting. For, well, you guys, for you guys, yeah, for, sure. For okay. us here, as a wrap that on you guys, let's do real hard on the yeah. weekend. Yeah, that was and it. so the uh, the guy who works there <laughs> was just like, "You sure you want all this food?" And we're was, like, "Yeah." He was scared. He was like, he worried for us. He was like, "Guys, I, I hey man, are you sure you don't want to share this? Like, you just you two and like." <laughs> No, like we're good. <laughs> like, but like, are you sure you want two yeah. family style <laughs> Mongolian beefs? He kept on like what? He kept on like pushing. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're good, we're good. And then, and then it hit us like, fuck, maybe we're well, no, not good. Andy, it hit us when he walked over and he was like, hey guys, I'm sorry, I have to combine these two tables. 
so that you have enough space. <laughs> yeah. And that's when we're like, huh, maybe he means it. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the food came out. I was like, oh my God, like this is no, way too it, much. Are you us. kidding? We almost killed it. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, we took it was really it good. Yeah, see, I respect that. I like a, I like a waiter or a waitress who's going to be like, Hey, Back it I, off. I would say do this, do that. Like yeah. here's here's a because pr- nothing annoys me more. This is the classic Jen and Greg thing. Is we want to try so much stuff, we do it, and then you, it's like literally they walk away and like, I think we're in over our head. <laughs> sure enough, you're like, oh man, we were done with the appetizers. Yeah, man, we did the was, cocky thing at the end. He came back and kind of gave us a look like <laughs> told you. No, and but we like, ate so much of it. We ate a lot of we it. We ate dude. so much of it. I didn't think that that look that he gave us at the end was justified. I was right, like, yeah. you're wrong. You're I kind of felt the same way, yeah. Kevin. Like, we took down a lot of it to the he point where Kevin was like, like Do you want four My boxes? stomach hurts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was one more shrimp left. I was like, Eat the fucking shrimp. You want that shrimp? He's like, I do. I do want the shrimp. Yeah. When we it's delicious. Left, when we left the studio, I said I wanted to eat till I hated myself. You did? Damn. And I nailed it. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah. So, so this, this week is an interesting time to bring up this conversation sure. because now is the wide release of Last Black Man in San Francisco. Mm. The movie. Did you see um, it? I've seen it tomorrow. Oh, very, nice. very excited to see it. It's very much about what we're talking about here. Um, and it's a project that's been worked on for the last decade, like literally 10 years um, by someone that went to school, the arts, same school that my brother went to. Gia went there. She actually went with the director of this movie, uh, Joe Talbot, who now mm. is... Uh, he won Best Director at Sundance, like all these Whoa. crazy awards for this movie. And Joe's girlfriend waited on us at Wild Wings that one time. And she was the only good one. His, it was Joe's brother's girlfriend. My apologies. It ended up being. But yes. She was great. And she was way. fantastic. We had a lot of bad experiences at we Wild Wings. The last time we went was without you. God damn. It was so and she Mike. was not there. We went with so Mike Mike because we said he's never seen a Buffalo Wild Wings before. He's from the far up north, mm-hmm. above the it's wall. True. And he's not, and we're like, we're going to show you a great time. And it was the worst experience we've ever had. Horrible, <laughs> it was so dude. bad to the point where we were, I was ready to ask for the check. And I looked over and Andy had not gotten his food yet. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> How did I screw it up? It was so bad. To the dude. point where I actually felt so bad that I thought I was like, I used to be a server. What if I got up and helped these people? What if I just like there started helping people there? I know. Sorry. It wasn't like it was. Super crowded. We've yeah, talked about this enough. We talked about it all last week. Uh, last time I went there uh, without you, Nick, where it was me, Joey, Tim, and Kevin. What do you say uh, like that? That feels right. I didn't mean to go without you. You were just We traveling. went there. Oh, they had the new target. silver trays. They changed everything. Right, exactly. And at first, we had a sl- slow start because there was some weird soccer game going on. And then it got into a good thing. And we were in mm. a good way. Sorry. Last black man in San Francisco. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see it tomorrow. Yeah. I'm sure I'll give an update on Screencast or somewhere. Um, yeah. So like that's my you you said something earlier that I think stumbles on it for me right is that I, I just don't it, it's it, it's not like and there's examples and uh, ex- exceptions to this rule it seems like most of the people starting this stuff are good people who are like from the Bay right they're not I don't know you know what I mean like to look at San Francisco or to look at the let's uh, put who chose or look at whatever and be like oh well you know like they're not the original Chinese food place like well let's put it this way you you got to be pretty. Out there, if you're living in Nebraska and you go, you know what my dream is? To f- like Have run a restaurant. Over yeah, to, <laughs> to go to the, the most expensive state of the planet and run a restaurant that has like no margins and try to survive in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think most of these places are San Francisco, people from San Francisco who are like, I want to, I want to like put something cool in this neighborhood that I think would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I want to do it in a way that's going to work. And it just, it sucks because. I, like the Lucho's, I think Lucho is doing it right, but there's just some part of me that knows that at some point the landlord or yeah. the corporation that owns the fucking like this whole block is going to go cool. We can get a lot more money out of not renting that place. 
Because that happens all the time where they go, it's just not worth it for us to try and rent this place just yet. So we'll just keep it empty for a year or two or three or whatever until the market catches up. Yeah. And then we can charge way more for it. But there's just more money there, though. It's like that's the, the argument against that, though, is like in Nebraska, it's like, cool, you can open up a little store, but there's not the culture that wants. Well, that's that what I, my thing. point in that was to support what he was saying is I do think a lot of these places are, are homegrown. Homegrown. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think people from out of state, their dream is not to come and like it be in the worst fucking market ever to run a restaurant. I think you have to love San Francisco and love the culture here to want to start a restaurant because what is it like 80% of restaurants fail? Like 80%, all these storefront anyway. things are they're yeah, just going to, it's really hard to run them. So you have to love what you're doing and really want to be I'm saying the that. opposite of that. Though. I think people are trying to come here. And I think the proof of that is all the pop up, like the food trucks that turn into San Francisco places and it's possible for however long they last but yeah. like there there are the diamonds of the rough curry up now being a perfect example Woo! it's like i'm gonna have some tonight actually. that place is gonna be there for a yeah. while i'd imagine because like there is a culture around wanting to support these yeah. the kind of startup food culture and a lot of that's in san francisco and there's plenty of people doing it very very well like it's not to say that you can't thrive here i have a friend who is part of a bar group and they just opened their other bar Mm-hmm. Which is uh, it's killing, and they're fucking packed night after night, day after day. Like second that place opens, any of their bars open, line around the block. But it's because they know how to create that culture that perfectly taps into the zeitgeist of San Francisco. Yeah. They know how to like it's a spot that hits on all levels. It's a place where people want to go. It's a place where people it's cool to go to, and it's very much now. And I just you can see it when people open places that aren't that. Yeah. You just go, oh, it's not going to work. Totally. That but, place so is that's why a cool fail. example I think is there's so much untapped potential in the west side of San Francisco, and like Underdogs just opened Underdogs two out near my house, so yeah. like way the fuck out there. That area is really cool. And that area went from just being like, oh, it's just a bunch of random houses to like, oh shit, this is kind of like a weird mini. Where is this at again? Uh, like 43rd and Terravel. Okay. It's like so White like, Caps right there. Right? Yes, yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to the beach. But yeah, now there's a fancy cocktail bar and there's also a dive bar across the street and there's underdogs and there's these random <clears> pop-up <throat> like, um, it's kind of like a... You always see them on Uber Eats. You always underdogs? see like... No, you always see these pop-up shops on Uber oh, Eats yeah. where they, it's like... It's kind of like a no-name restaurant. You're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is who's selling these like whatever chicken Barbecue tenders or whatever? Or whatever. Yeah. and it's like, oh, a, a pop-up, you know, truck or whatever the fuck. It's and then that, yeah, they eventually do grow if they see success or whatever. But there'll be like a record store. It's like, mm-hmm. and you're like, what the fuck? But it's like records that are like custom records that are like it's art pieces and shit. But like you just see things keep switching out. I'm like, how the hell is this into sunset? But it's like, I bet you in the next <laughs> ten years that's going to be an entire strip. Just like Nathan Irving. Awesome. You'll probably see some turnover. I think a lot of these places are people that, like, I've seen a lot of times where you walk in and you go, oh, you're a person that made a lot of money in tech and your dream was to open something like this and Mm -hmm. now you're opening it and then when the margins aren't there, they they'll go away or they hit and, and they stick around for a little while. But I've just seen so like in my neighborhood specifically in like Cow Hollow, I've seen so much turnover of these places that come in and I'm like, who the fuck thought it was a good idea to put Another, Another of this thing, whatever here. it is. Like, you also G-G-G live in like your, or the area around you is like, I would say, the worst place. I don't because even know where like, Nick lives. You need massive success to be able to it's one run of those tiny it's little. Arguably, probably. That's like the Beverly Hills, right? The, mm-hmm. That's what I always think of when I think of the marina. No, or... I mean, I would say Beverly Hills would be more like Pack Heights. Um, I think Marina is, it's a, a close second. It's a very, very. Uh, expensive neighborhood just because there's there's a lot of shit around. I mean, it's got an Apple store for Christ's sake. Yeah, like that's how you know you're big time when you can walk to an Apple Whoa. store. Eh, I know, but no, but I'll let, but but the way it's uh, it, it it breaks down is that uh, wh- I'm I'm in between a, a few major streets and one of them is like the like the workout street. 
So it ended up being, for whatever reason, the street where there's a Crunch Fitness and a Soul Cycle and a, and a, a Lululemon. Orange and Theory used, there yeah, uh, No, no Orange Theory yet. There um, will be. Lemonade. I'm sure there will be. And so it ends up being, no, it's not a citrus-themed thing, Andy. It's mm. just, <laughs> yeah, it's a workout-themed oh, gotcha. thing. Good job, Dad. That was a good pull. Pinkberry, Pinkberry. Um, but there was but, a Jumba Juice there. There was. Did there used to be a Jumba Juice there? There did. That's fantastic. No, I mean, literally, there used to be a Nike store there, and it went out of business. Yeah. Because they just didn't do enough business. It was a Nike women's store, and it just. One day, I looked over. I'm like, oh, this is a new startup weird uh, storefront for some other thing that's like a North Face ripoff, but probably more expensive and way bougier. So, yeah, I that's know. I see that's because that's the vibe I've always gotten from your neighborhood, yeah. right? Even when I'm, I'm around in like what is it the place I like pig and whatever you like, uh, pit, not tipsy pig and pig. whistle, tipsy, tipsy pig. pig, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's always like a staple there, but when you do go out there, you see everything else around it changes, yeah. And some lot. of it's some of it's stayed around for a while. Um, people fight and people, and, and you know, to, to be fair, like competition breeds excellence, like you do have people who want to exist and want to kick ass, and mm-hmm. so, but then for every one of those people, you go, wow, you're opening up a like another dog store, like well, another so pet store, another kids' clothing store. It's like I don't think it's gonna. That's work. the problem is it comes in waves, and like we've seen it where it's like there's the one hot thing, and then everybody does that, and it's like when there's just too much saturation. Oh, I, you mean like barbershops? Well, that's there are a, so many fucking barbershops now that you can watch. So I used to, I, I get my hair cut at a place called People's Barber. Shout out to People's Barber. It used to be packed. I'm right talking the block from where uh, K- KFL uh, two and three were. Yeah, exactly. It was actually walking from there. Oh, from the region. Good pull. Good pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, great place. Fun. Well, I tried bar- to go there and it was too crowded. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so two years ago, it was too crowded. I had to make an appointment at least a week and ahead of time, if not two weeks ahead of time, because I just wouldn't be able to get there. Now, day of. I walk in. Four, four chairs are busy. Because all the people from that trained at Peoples saw it and were like, fuck this. We're going to open up our own shit. The dude downstairs. The dude from, downstairs. Uh, there's a person in my neighborhood that opened up uh, one. There's another one. that. So they all spread out. And now, you know, every fucking five feet, there's a hipster barbershop. And I'm like, what happens when it becomes cool to just not have a haircut anymore? Like, y'all are going to go out of business. But I guess that's what that's the you gotta risk ride you that lightning, run. right? Yeah. I guess so. But yeah, I mean, that's what happens. The market becomes saturated and people. And like, we, I think that we've seen, especially in the Bay Area, like three times recently, one of them being the. Um, what are the macarons? 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 Yeah. Macarons. Macarons. Whatever the French, the French, I, I the French always, it, To me, it was either macaroon or macaron. I they're, never knew. They're different. I kind of pretend. I prefer the macaroon. Know. The macaroons are coconut. Which is the one I get from those French pink. They come in different colors, yeah. Yeah, those things. Lemonade. Everywhere. Everywhere. Like those are and now well, none. Before that, remember it was the cupcakes. Cupcakes were yeah, the shit. Cupcakes. Oh my god. In Austin? Cupcakes. You gotta get cupcakes. And then yeah. cupcakes were everywhere. Everyone's bringing cupcakes to every fucking party. People would show up to party. Oh, you got cupcakes too? Fuck, I'm not original. Now there's, there's no cupcakes. Well, I mean, what's funny though is like I can name like three different places, like specific buildings that went from being macaron places to being uh uh, frozen yogurt places yep. to being now Pokeball places. Oh, and Pokeball Pokeball. We're already yeah. seeing them all collapse. Yeah. It's Dude, like if I had a favorite one, place near gone. my spot, I'd be there every day. I used to you have live a- in the best fucking place, man. I went to dinner around the corner at uh, Burma Superstar yeah. last night. That, and, like, that line's got, always super packed. You got the best of everything you right there. You got a donut man. shop right there, buddy. So good. You mm-hmm. do have that little strip. Close to Fiorella, too. I've never been there. You gotta go. Gotta go. Yeah, I like your neighborhood. I like that little that, that strip that you that you live mm-hmm. next to. I'm not gonna, um, but uh, I like your address. Yeah, <laughs> I like your social security number. <laughs> I told you uh, I saw a uh, or I tweeted out that I saw a uh, best friend walking in the street. Yeah. No, it was walking funny. I was uh, I was walking to it was the Saturday of fuck. Was it the Saturday before E3 started? I don't remember, but I see this dude walking with a PlayStation button up. Yeah, yeah, all the the sacred symbols on it, 
And I was like, oh, I'm wearing a PlayStation shirt, too. That's cool. And I look at his backpack. He's got a little kind of funny smiley. And I was like, oh, shit. So I saw him, like, he, he, I think he's had his headphones on. I'm not sure. Or I had headphones on. But he stops at the intersection. I'm like, hey, man. And he turns around. He's like, oh, my God, Andy, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, hey, dude, I just wanted to say hi. I saw the, the little fucking. Been following you for 14 blocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up to you. Uh, yeah, it was super cool. And uh, I guess he works in Oakland and was like, hey, uh. He was like, fuck, I should have given you my business card, he told me on Twitter. He's like, uh, if you ever want to do events out here, I, like, help run a spot. Uh, either a restaurant or a bar or something like that, that if y'all ever want to have a meetup, let me know. I can hook you up Good or whatever. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. I, um, uh, on, on that Cobb show I was on, uh, one of the comics, uh, I think his name's Andre, uh, was a, is a best friend. Oh, really? and, saw, and I was like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, oh, I know you are. And we talked, we were in the green room together and we just talked for like a good half hour about our content and like how long he'd been following us and stuff like that. But it was really cool to be like, oh, you're a comic that came up, not like didn't really even realize you're going to be on a show with me. And then like we got to hang out and, and cool. catch up. It was really cool. Uh, the one thing in this conversation before it wraps and we move somewhere else is I like this conversation. It's fun, right? Let's keep it going. Well, it's something I think hours. about. And I, well, uh, there's more to come. Uh, but it is the idea that you brought up, right? That like uh, service industry employees can't work in work and live in SF. Well, I mean seems, right? the majority of people who are not unless you're making like I think to, to to quote a statistic and Kevin I think you read this article so tell me if I'm wrong about this but I think they were saying if you make below like if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year you're at the poverty level for San Francisco yeah, I think it's like 110 yeah maybe. the poverty meaning you are barely able to like exist in the city by by standards of living in a one-bedroom household by yourself like I Here's think that was thing though and like, I know I'm from here and I have a very different warped perspective. I understand that. But it's like, there is more money to be made here. And on top of that, I feel like so many people hear that, get scared, take it as fact and run away. And I'm just like, you're spending more in the East Bay than you could be in the sunset. You just don't want to live in the sunset. And it's uh, like, that's an issue. No, I think, I mean, I don't know. The East Bay is pretty expensive now. I mean, it's starting to like go like out Oakland there. and Emeryville are because pretty expensive. I feel people are stupid and don't take the time to like look into things. And oh no, I mean, dude, take it at face if value I were moving run. to the city right now, I would absolutely move. I'd move out to the fucking avenues. I'd be like on 45th. It's great. Who cares? It's awesome. The thing, the thing that a lot of people, people don't look into that. Well, people, it's weird because you remember the back in the day before Uber when it was like, oh, yeah. good luck getting out of the sunset. Yeah, no, no, people no, no, just no, wouldn't yeah. go because you could not get back. It was a no man's land. Cabs wouldn't take you out there. They wouldn't take you back. You'd have to just suck your way back into the main part of the city. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> literally. But no, I mean, look at. Let's put it this way: if it ke- if global warming keeps hitting, I'm buying a place if I can ever afford one out in the fucking at uh, the beach. That's just going to be Malibu in about ten years. You're gonna walk. You're gonna walk out and be like, "This is the most expensive property in all of San Francisco because it's beachfront. It's gonna be fucking amazing." But right now, no one wants to live out there because they're dumb. It's gonna no, be destroyed. people still do. Yeah, it's not, but it's it's up and coming. It's yeah. not again. It is not I mean, anywhere it's, near. It's, regardless of the up and coming stuff, it's just like I just feel like it's been that way for decades. Where there's it's like still places very expensive to buy, though. That's the problem. It's expensive to buy everywhere. I mean, like everywhere around here, sure. Yeah. But like, I just feel like so many people like then don't buy. Like you can rent. You're not being forced to do. Yeah, any but for of anyone that. who's making like you know who's not making a tremendous amount of money, you're still gonna have to. You're still forced to live with roommates. You're still forced to deal with like with that set up like there's there I have friends of mine that I live with like nine roommates because they want a certain level of quality of living but they just there's no way to afford that on their own so yeah. it's just the way it goes I don't know man I feel like just network meet people figure out there's so many different options I know it's weird that like I feel like there's so many times I'm in a situation where like a friend needs to figure something out it's like cool just ask around until it's like you don't have nine roommates you have one roommate or you don't but you live sure. in someone's garage but it's fine because it's still a place that's nice 
you know? Yeah, but then you have to figure out how am I going to work as a bus, as a car, all that stuff. I mean, it's 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 a harder city to live in. I think the entirety of the Bay Area is harder to live in than anything that I'm ever used to before I moved up here. Like when I used to live in Orange County, yeah, I lived in uh, I lived in Orange, which was uh, or sorry, Garden Grove, which was border bordering with Orange, where the uh, Los Angeles Angels and Anaheim play, which is nowhere near LA, but whatever. Um, and Garden Grove was not a great area, and then I lived in Irvine, which was a nice area, and I lived in Irvine because I had two roommates and I could afford a slightly more a larger rent. I think at that t- at that point, the room that I was renting was five hundred dollars, or maybe it was four hundred dollars because I had the smallest room. So that gives you a, uh, an idea of how much rent was down there back when I was in college. But like, uh, that is nowhere close to like when I moved up here for the money that I w- I was renting a place for. I was like, oh my god, you get nothing. It's so fucking hard to live up here, and that was twelve years ago. Now it's just you got people making millions of dollars selling fucking apps, and they're buying places left and right, and it's crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like my. Uh when I told my parents that I was going to take this job and move here, they're like, you're fucking crazy. Like, why Me would home. you do that? Yeah. Um, and then, the, you know, they did the same thing. They looked up how much does it take to live in San Francisco, and it was obviously a lot of money. Sticker shock, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. And I, I even had that sticker shock, too. Yeah. And it does, yeah, but I, I hear it all the time where people will say, like, yeah, but it must be fucking expensive up there. And to my rebuttal is usually the same thing. I'm like, yeah, just you you find people to live yeah, with you have a couple of roommates and yeah but yeah. then but you then a also a place that's not going to destroy sure, you so yeah, you want yeah. to live in a brand new a decent spot that isn't yeah. you know scary or to be around to walk down the streets or whatever like in the tenderloin or anything like that but then but even i mean that's even the tenderloin like those areas like there was a guy i was at punchline last night and there was a tourist who tapped me on the shoulder as we were walking out and he's like sorry i don't mean to bother you also the guy freaked me out because he stopped as i walked past him and reached into his bag and i'm like oh shit and then he reached in and grabbed giant headphones and was about to put them on. He was like, hey, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, what's up? And, and we were in Soma. He's like, is it safe to walk here? And I was like, yeah. I didn't even think twice. And I'm like, is it safe? I'm I mean, like, Tenderloin at this point, it is like rolling the dice of block for block of which one's safe. But this was Soma. I'm like, Twitter. I'm pretty sure you're going to be okay. Like walking around. Yeah, you the, get robbed the, anywhere. What's that? You didn't get robbed anywhere. But I mean, like, I don't know. As, as far as like, do I, would I feel safe walking down the street in most places in San Francisco? Yeah. I want to jump back to Andy though. You were ta- so, yeah, sticker shock, living with people. Yeah. What do you tell them? I mean, yeah, I mean, now I say, yeah, if you really want to live here, you find people to room with and stuff like that. But then it also becomes a point of, yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm 31. I don't want to have roommates forever, sure, right? Yeah, I'm sure, getting yeah, to the point where it's like, I would love to live alone. What you know? What does that mean for me, right? Yeah. Um. And but when people tell me that, it's like, look, if you if there are jobs out here that you want, clearly there's a lot of like game studios you can work out, uh, work at out here. There's uh, different. There's GameSpot. There's IGN. Yeah. There's all these like different places that you could work if you really, really want to be in the industry. You find a way to make it work. But know? the other thing is this, and because not to because we've you know talked a lot negatively about the city. The one thing that I will say is that. I go back and forth between going, wow, the city is very, very expensive. It's hard. It's a hard city to live in from like a monetary standpoint, but from a lifestyle standpoint, it's so much fucking fun being in San Francisco, especially for me having all the things that I love, comedy, jujitsu, this studio, every, all my friends are here and being able to get around, just hopping in an Uber and you're anywhere you want to yeah, be in totally. like five to 10 minutes. You can and get it's, anywhere within 25 minutes. And not only that, any food you want is there you know it's pretty much open pretty late like it, it is a quality of life that i never thought was possible living in southern california because everything's so far away from you in southern california that more often than not you just go eh, i'm gonna stay in i don't feel like driving 
or I don't want to deal with that. It's going to be 45, yeah, be 45 50 minutes, minutes to get yeah. out there and then an hour and a half to get back. Like LA is a pain in the ass to get around. Yeah. You know, it's got a great culture too, but that's a, it, it comes with some, some drawbacks as well. So I will say like, I do love living in San Francisco and I love it a lot more than the pain in the ass that it is to live here. Otherwise I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's always the thing I, you know, I, it's always in the forefront of my mind, I think, especially as we own the business, right? People always bring that up. Well, why San Francisco? You think about moving and then just the, like, again, sticker shock and headline stuff where people just dunk on it all the time without ever living it. Where again, yeah, it's tough. You know what I mean? To live anywhere. I think I remember starting at IGN, right? And making, 45,000. I was like, oh my God, that's like double what I make in Missouri. And then doing the cost of liver calculator, oh my God, that's less I than I make eat. in Missouri. You I know can't what I mean? Like, yeah. And entry level stuff and getting out there and making it work. And it was, it is, you know, being an adult and balancing things, right? And asking the right questions and doing the right things and making the moves you need to make and figure it out that way. But I just feel like that's life. And again, I've been here now for 12 years. So yeah. that's just how I think about it. But it, it's always that thing of like, yeah, like even with the when people are the sticker shock aspect of it of how much it costs or these headlines of what poverty line is a hundred thousand, which I don't buy, and I don't, I don't fully understand. I didn't read the article. Yada yada yada. I just don't buy. It's it. according that's to their standards what the of living, li- 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 which literal. was yeah. I don't think it's. I mean, that's the thing is like no matter where you're at, you. I mean, this is my personal opinion, and you guys can live your life however you want, but you should always be living within a surplus. Where if you're if you're making X amount of dollars, you should tailor your life to be making so you can put away 10% of whatever that is sure. every month, right? That's how I've always lived my life, and I've never felt like I was broke. I've always felt like I can enjoy life to a certain degree, but you have to live disciplined. Like, you can't just spend every dollar and then take out a credit card and be like, fuck it, and then a month later feel like, oh, shit, I'm really behind in credit card debt. Yeah, yeah. Like, you've got to be able to live up to your, like, within your means, right, period. Because right. there's so many people that, I've like, you see that like look at celebrities they get they make millions of dollars and they don't live in their means and then they go fucking broke and it's like like you always hear those stories i watched this story uh, a, a documentary the other night or at least i started it. it was very boring so i stopped watching it but it was a documentary about flash gordon the guy that you know that movie yeah. flash it's right so there's a, there's a doc- documentary about that guy and how he went a little crazy and had some like, alcohol I'm problems. I want to be the biggest star forever. <laughs> he had literally, yeah, it was, it's, his story is kind of fascinating, but he was making millions of dollars and he was just like, fuck it, I want to spend all of it. It's like, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. Like, even if you're a millionaire, you can spend that money. Yeah. MC Hammer is a perfect example. Lots of people have gone bankrupt. Well, weren't a bunch Actually, of those people because they didn't pay their taxes? Hammer was uh, got put that, in jail because you have too big of an entourage. You're, the right sure. people aren't working with you. Like there's a million different. Well, things. there's yeah. I read Wesley the, Snipes is the guy who didn't pay any taxes. Oh, that's He's right. Like fuck it, they'll never catch fuck me. Him. Yeah, like, weren't you in like a Fifth Blade movie? You owe us money. You're right. No, you're right. Poster, you're right there. <laughs> I wonder how many of those people are poor management. Like they had poor financial oh, management. Sure. I oh, think yeah. I think what happens honestly for because I've read a bunch of stories is that uh-huh. it's not about poor financial financial management. It's that they just don't give a fuck. Like they think. Like uh, Sam Kennis is a perfect example where you're high, you're drunk, you 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 want people to like you because you're a very insecure person, which is why you're abusing drugs and alcohol to begin Surround with. Surround yourself with yes, and man. you're going out and you're buying people Corvettes every fucking day because that's what makes you feel good. Because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh, I can always do another night or two and sell out this thing. And yeah. at a certain point, every single celebrity, no matter what, their career arcs and then it comes back down. And if you come back down and you don't have a lot of money invested in stuff. You're broke. You're fucking done. Unless you're never you Reeves, back. You're just constantly like riding a wave. <laughs> Keanu, I think, to Kevin's point, I'm pretty sure Keanu has really good business managers because he donated a lot of money from his oh, sure, Matrix yeah. and he's still making bank. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker's awesome. He's cool. Yeah. He's having a renaissance, as they say. I remember uh, when I first moved into the house that I'm at now, like it was my first time I actually had to pay real rent anywhere. Um, what does that well, mean? Well, for exactly? myself, actually. So I paid rent for my mom's place, like 
and I still to this day do to for her stuff. But um, there was a period when I met Gia when it was the first time I'm like, I, I need to get out of my mom's house. Still pay for that stuff, but then I stayed at my friend Curran's house for a little over a year. Yeah, um, but I was only like I stayed at Kevin's house for a month one time to kind of like ease into it, and then it's a um, fun month. it was a fun month. And then Jesus, I, is that, that easing like, into it you guys, for you to be out on your own or easing to still be close for a month? had a room available for a month. Yeah, like, there was a room. He's like, just come fucking stay. And I'm like, yeah. Did you guys wear matching pajamas at any point? We didn't. Uh, Big maybe we missed did. opportunity. I, I don't know. I, think I, I imagine you guys, I imagine Paula pizza coming parties. back I was and seeing both of you with footy pajamas on eating pizza. I just want to say it's not as bad as Tim thought it was. Like It wasn't as bad as I thought it would have been. How long did it take for Paula to unroll her eyes? Because I imagine the amount of time she'd walk in the room with you clowns doing something. So yeah. I feel for Paula on such a level. Paula, 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 Paula. Paula, Paula, Paula. Paula. Uh, no, Paula, so I was Paula. at Kevin's for a month, and then I was at Curran's for over a year, and I paid five hundred dollars rent, which was that's nice, bro. Hookup, okay, but again, network, like do that stuff. I had my own room, it was fucking awesome. I could have stayed there a lot. You longer. had access to a cute corgi. And there was yeah, a cute corgi. Awesome. Yes, it was great. Um, but then a lot after of poop that, bags on it, your car. Like, yeah, there was a lot of poop bags. That was a weird. At a point though, I was like, all right, cool. Gia's moving back from Philly. So we need to like get a place. And we we're looking into it, and everyone I talked to was like, "You're not getting a place for less than twenty six hundred. You're just not. It's not going to happen." And I was like, "It's going to fucking happen." Yeah, and that's, I, that's real hard though. It was real hard. But I was, I was like, "I'm committed to under two thousand, and I got it for eighteen hundred. Nice. And it's just like so. That's I pay nine hundred. Gia pays nine hundred. We are both able to do that, and it's like okay, cool. But like, I don't know where these people are like twenty six hundred. It's like just fucking but look. It's just put some work. But it also depends on the quality of life that you want to live, right? Like, I I don't. I am a little older than you. I don't know that I'd want to live in a place that's less than the place that I have right now. In fact, I know that I wouldn't want that. I I like the space we have. I like the neighborhood that we live in. And I like the fact that it's it's a little bit extra. Like, but you don't necessarily care about having a dining room. So well, no, it's, it's more so that I'm I'm trying to save yeah. to then get a nicer place when it matters. That's to a me. perfect yeah. So that's you a perfect know. example. Of someone's like you're making a little bit of a sacrifice that for your future, which is what people I think need to be good at if you yeah. want to thrive in San Francisco. You have to be able to make those those hard well, and choices. And, and, and real quick, that I mean, you say to make that to make it work in San Francisco or whatever. That's just making it work in general, right? My friend Kyle, I remember, it, you know, makes good money doing adult job things. You know what I mean? But lived so bare minimum for so long, just socking money away, so that when the time came and it did to buy a place, he was able to. Just, poof, yep. we're done. There you go. You heard uh, there was a couple a long time that's ago. In Missouri, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the you, you do that to make that thing happen. I think that's what you got to do, unless you have uh, incredibly wealthy parents who are going to hook you up. Or you got to just you got to just make those hard choices. There was a story about I think it was a couple who worked at Google, I want to say, that were able to retire millionaires by the time they were 30 um, because they had like, and they wrote a blog post about it and they like had chronicled it, but it was like they I lived. I fucking hate stories like that. I know, but the, like, I mean, they it's lived very bare bullshit. bones to the point where I was, I'm like, you're to me, that's not life. Like to me eating canned tuna every, what's that? But now they're retired, you know? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, and, and that's, that's a give and take, right? For me, I am at a point where I'd like to enjoy my life a little bit more because I'm almost 40 and that's just a, I mean, I'm like, I'm 40. Like, what Sounds am I going to do? off a little bit. Exactly. Right? Like, you know, I'm Italian. It's possible that I die by 60. It's not, a third, you know, two thirds of my life might be over by now. I hear, you know, that's the thing is like, and that was, you know, when Jen and I got married and we're looking, there was that conversation, right? I remember like, we had that conversation. Yeah, you, we you were in Vancouver. Yeah, we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. it. And Jen, uh, we're having this conversation of like, we love this apartment, which is our apartment now, but it's so much more than we want to pay. And then it was just that thing of like, but yeah, it's awesome. And it's in an awesome part of town and it's awesome. Surrounded it's by those awesome amenities. And it's like, 
all right, cool, let's do that. And then there's going to be consequences, right? Of like, maybe it won't be as easy to buy a place one day. Maybe, you know, that it's not rent controlled at all. Maybe it gets jacked up and we have to worry about this yeah. and move again in a year. Blah, blah, blah. And knock on wood, that hasn't happened yet. And, you know, we, you know, eventually we had that other room where we were just like, well, we're not using this room. We're paying a lot for it. So let's look at try to downsize or do we want? And then right. Lucy needed a place to live. Like, oh, fuck, move in with us. Long, and like, yeah. that's perfect. But, you know, like. And that's a sacrifice you guys made. And I'm sure <laughs> Lucy is perfectly fine and it's not bad at all. But, yeah, She's I mean, you, British. you can't. Oh, God, so fucking British. But you all can't. That that's going to limit what you guys can do in the apartment on any oh, given sure, time, yeah. right? That's just the way it's going to go, of right? Course. Like my wife and I, we don't love the apartment that we're in right now. Uh, it's falling apart, and they're doing construction all around us all the time, including Saturdays and Sundays, which you think is illegal, but it's not. Apparently, <laughs> you can just come in at eight thirty on a Saturday and wake my fucking happy ass up with some banging and some sanding. Um, it's not ideal, but that's a sacrifice that we're making because we are rent controlled. It is to, to Tim's point, like our place, I think is. I think we played twenty four hundred, which is utterly insane. For yeah, the place you so that's live. why we're not leaving. Place like awesome. for yeah. the for the amount of space we have and be able to and the, 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 the places we're allowed to be able to walk, we're gonna stay in there for a very very long time until we are at a place where the next logical step makes sense. But there's not a month that doesn't go by where me and my wife just think like, "Fuck it, let's just let's just go like yeah. where to Marin or someplace so far away where we can." Be quiet where it's quiet and there's only old like we want to live in a building that's that only old people are allowed to live in. No dogs, no pets, and we want to somehow get in there. I mean everyone has their own needs. You know, like my friend Curry just bought a house in Oakland and I'm like, all right, cool, bye. Oh, you're never seeing him again. I've never seen you again. Because like, they're gonna have kids also, and that's and, gonna well, be they already have dogs, the kids are coming eventually, right. and it's just like cool. Unless we have a scheduled once a month dinner, like you, Man, I'm not seeing you, that's I'm not a, going over there. That's a totally different topic, but that's like a perfect that just happens, dude. Like I, I went to uh Eric's kid's birthday party and it's the first time I've seen Eric in a long time. And I had I'd seen Brandon the month the the week prior. And these are the guys that like are some of my best friends. These are guys that I spent all of my twenties with at IGN and we just used to have the best times and I barely see those guys and we're like hey we should get a monthly thing on the books no one's followed up it's not gonna happen yeah you know you're you're better at that I see current every week like we it's have a, a standing thing every Tuesday and it's like all right I bet that becomes monthly if he <laughs> it's gonna be harder right yeah. but I mean does he work in the city he works in the city though yeah so let's say he can still manage I know it. that's the thing. it's we'll when it, it's it when out, people have right. kids is when it becomes and rightfully so, the priority has to shift over to the children, right? And I get it. I see my friends with their kids, and I go, great that excuse. makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, like your dad, if you're, if it's a matter of disappointing your Daddy two Andy. children or disappointing Daddy your Andy. friend. Daddy Andy. Hi, Daddy Andy. <laughs> Daddy Andy. Daddy Andy. Daddy Andy. Daddy Andy. Back, back rub. Suddenly, yeah, it's a back, back rub. Back rub. Daddy Andy. Back rub. Daddy, we have some Sweden. Would you like some taffy? Oh, Daddy Andy. This reminds me of one of my fucking favorite things that happened at E3 this week. Greg and I were doing uh, our impressions of everything we played like day one in the hotel for Gamescast. And it was just the two of us. Good but, videos. Very good. But nice. how we were sitting, like, Greg oh, looked gosh. like a hobbit. Yeah, I loved it. Like, we did, saw, we did watched it. Yeah, we watched yeah. it. But the best thing is we go back and forth, and I don't even know how we got there. It's us. But at some point, Greg goes, what'd you do? 
I was yeah, I was making fun of Kevin. I'm like, I'm so small, I look like Kevin compared to you. <laughs> and I'm like, he, he loves the river. Tim, get the cookies off the top shelf. Please get me the cookies. <laughs> it's just like the comments were like, like, all right, hey man, it's cool. Uh, I want to know a lot about these games you're playing. But the real question I have is like, why does Kevin speak in a British accent when he wants the cookies? <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, I swear to God, if you bring a shotgun in, I'm, I'll, I'll get you the shelves, brother. We are fucking monsters. We deserve it. I'm very proud of that. I always jump on shelves when I need to get something higher. That's smart. Not a surprise. That's smart. I used to do that too. Yeah. No, um, but uh, but how did we get to Daddy Andy? Big, I, Daddy I don't know. Andy. Because uh, I was, I was saying, you, know, you know, I want some Daddy Andy fan art, please. If you are, if you're Daddy getting to Andy, a point can I where, have the twang? <laughs> please lick the twang out of my hand, Daddy Andy. Put it on the popcorn, Daddy Andy. Be a pigeon. If it's a matter of disappointing your two children or disappointing me, like I'd rather you disappoint me. Like you got to spend, you got to be a dad. You got to spend time yeah. with your family. You're certain ages though. What Speaking happens? of Daddy well, no, Andy, once the kid's hit sixteen and you're not hanging out with me anymore, fuck you. Like Speaking that of Daddy means Andy. you just don't like me. Yeah. There's two different sort of tangents. Uh, one reminds me of uh, Daddy Brian Altano when we went to Gold Farm. Still trips me out. We went, he's to, a dad. we went to Gold Farm's going away party. Sure. And. Uh, I had just gotten there, and Barrett was outside smoking, and I get there, and Altano was like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, yeah, I'm headed out, dude. I got the kid. And he was like, it's the perfect excuse to like just leave things early. I was like, oh, you fucker, you're so lucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and the other Daddy Andy thing that I want to bring up. Huh? Daddy Andy. You don't even need an excuse. You've gotten to the point where you're just like, yeah, I'm not going to go. You're yeah. the most oh, yeah. adult adult I've ever met. You're a I bitch. Just don't want to get. I just you bitch out at me He's so the much. Adult, adult. Dude, in the case of like what he wants to do or not do, yeah, he'll just be like, yeah, you I can't don't pressure Andy into something. He's the I only person said, that I was like, Andy, do you want to come to my comedy show? You know what he said? No. Nah. <laughs> I love not, it. No excuse whatsoever. <laughs> just straight so, up. Nah. I can't argue with that. So I I posted. I don't want to go either. I posted that uh you know that they announced Link's Awakening right and that they were gonna. Uh, release a new amiibo, and so I t- I put on Instagram, guys, big news. Then you click the next story, and it says I'm going to be a father. The next story is Uh-oh. the Link amiibo, to which I titled like I can't wait to meet the little fella in September or something like that. This stupid post or whatever. And on the second post of like I'm going to be a father, Troy Baker responded to me. He was like, dude, congrats! And I was like, ah, oh, no, <laughs> like you're the last person I'd want to nah, like yeah. let down and fuck nah, up. No, no, you shit. know what? Troy deserves it. <laughs> why? It's fine. He fucked, he your, fucked me fucked on your uh, on your anniversary video. That's why. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's Troy gets it. Not to fuck you too. Troy's that. He, Troy's like obviously an angel on earth before the kid, and now that he's had Traveler, right? Like you, I ran into them at the Ghostbusters Fan Fest in LA right after EA Play before I flew home, and it was the thing of just you know how busy Troy is and how busy we all are. But like, I, I was. I had finished the panel I was hosting for the Ghostbusters video game, was walking to get my bags and leave, and I had it was a video message from Troy, and I clicked on, and he's just like, hey, man, hope E3's going well. Don't want to rub it in, but look where I am. And I'm like, text back, like, I'm there. Oh. <laughs> like, where are you? Like, what? And we met up, and it, he had traveling, and we were hanging out and talking or whatever, and he was just like. Such a cool name. Bro. You're gonna be the best. You gotta be a dad. Dude, you gotta be a dad's be, be best. Dad. Dude. You gotta, exactly. It changes everything. Anyway, I got and he's like, even more angelic you. now. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what they tell you. All my friends want. Oh, you should have a kid, man. You should have a kid. And there's a part of my brain, and in the back of my brain, I'm thinking, they all go back. And they scheme about like misery loves company. Like we're gonna get Nick one day to be in this horrible situation with us. <laughs> this, terrible situation. <laughs> this is a terrible, terrible life we're we've not carved out for us. I haven't slept in seventeen years. I feel that shit. I know. Oh yeah. Well, you. I mean, that's a different situation. Though. And you're marrying yeah. that one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It's fucking kids, though. 
Kids are kids are rough. You got to really want them. I'll tell you that. But uh, to my to all my friends' credit, the ones that have had kids, I'm like, you should have kids. You guys are awesome dads, and that's great. I'm gonna be an awesome. I'm an awesome uncle. You're already, an awesome though. uncle. Yeah. I've already got videos from uh, the last present <laughs> that I sent of just uh, Eric's kid just terrorizing their household with that little projectile gun thing that I bought him. I don't know, but you cool. It's cool. Is it like an the Iron Toy Man? Story thing, right? It's a Buzz Lightyear like blaster, but it oh. blasts out discs. You know, like this. It was oh, always toys where it was either Nerf or disc. Yeah, yeah. you hit it. And it was discs are cool. Discs, and he's just fucking people up. But he's murking his mom and dad with that thing. Nice, wow. and it's fun. Yeah. Did you see when uh, uh, Chobot and Blair's son got the fart gun? No. And then it was like the next four days of Instagram posts from them were the fart gun being like him shooting Emerson running around shooting them with yeah. the fart gun because it just makes it's like oh just noise oh okay. yeah, yeah and they're like there was finally like on the fifth day just just sitting there and him like shooting her point blank in the back and <laughs> yeah. I text her I'm like how much you love that fart gun right now <laughs> she's like it's it's yeah, a nice it's not, <laughs> you know what I mean that's part of the fun though like of course. I don't know like their their family Jesus they're I'm sure every family is not without its intricacies, but man, they're a nice looking family. Like they just, it just looks like they're like a perfect family. Yeah. When you see Blair, they're always, they're always like happy. Great. Yeah. And I'm sure they're taking pictures when they're happy. I'm sure there are moments where people argue and, and there's hardships. I mean, but. I can't imagine Blair ever being unhappy because he, he Instagram videos while he runs and it's just him smiling at the camera. I'm that like, motherfucker. face. Get he's out also of here. Just, he's just like ridiculously Too good looking. Too handsome. Yeah. I've said that about him. Yeah. And you see him and you're like, cool. At least he's short. Then he shows up six nope. two. Yeah. Mm, motherfucker yeah. you know what i mean andy when you see a guy you're like maybe dude, he's short know, you hold dude. out for it, you're like maybe don't he's fucking know, short and then you I see him it. and you're like god damn it why are you above six feet it's good bullshit. lord yeah i just uh i just uh like, i got Troy's back like 19 i, got, feet I just calls. got back on tinder oh! just got back on tinder dude let's do that and on tinder is just oh, tinder is just reminding me being on tinder is reminding me that Oh, uh, oh, that, oh, 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 whoa, what? I mean, nothing's happened yet, right? I'm just, Lance, I'm just, look at the profile. I'm What's just, your joke? What's your little joke? Do you have a jog in your What's, profile? I have nothing really like You gotta special. have a dog. Show me your b- profile. I won't vote on anybody. You need a black yeah, Pomeranian and you need to hold it and dress like it in your profile picture. Yes. Right. And then do the face swap on Snapchat so you swap faces with the Pomeranian. Oh, I can well, do that. Yeah. It'll be the same. Oh, what is my right. profile? Let's see here. What's it say? Edit info. Just the guy playing some Apex Legends. I do nerdy stuff video game on YouTube for a living. You're not getting laid. Kevin didn't like that one. I don't use Tinder, but I use Reddit, and I subscribe to the Tinder like thing because they have like the funny conversations and then funny oh, profiles. Yes. You need to be. You're very funny. Sure, I'm, I just started, uh, guys. Relax, all right. Ever had, po- oh, relax. Oh. Ever had popcorn with a pickle? That's what you put in there. <laughs> sure, okay. You bring the popcorn. Anyways, I'll bring the pickle. Tinder's making me realize that, like, Jesus Christ, like, I have to be fucking six foot four to be on this website. I could never <laughs> exist. I. <laughs> It's, it's, I, I'm and it's, so it's not, lucky. It's not that exists. every woman on this on Tinder is too tall. I'm just too short. Like that's just the reality. No, the, the, I, I hear this every all woman the time. is like five eleven on this fucking app. What I hear. You? I hear this five eight, five seven on a good day, five okay. eight okay. in heels. And, I, and I, I tell you, man, I'm, I'm glad I'm married because I just I wouldn't. I'd have to lie about my height. I'd have to be like I'm six sometimes. No. no, but women like want tall guys. There was a there was a funny uh, April Fool's gag that Tinder was doing that was like. Uh, on April, f- or it was, we were in, uh, God, what convention did we go to for the meet and greet? Kansas City. Yeah, yeah I Planet think it was Comic-Con. Kansas City. Yeah. That was fine. Because that was around April Fool's, I believe. Sure. And a couple days before, they put out a post, the Twitter account that was like, 
Hey, uh, we're introducing this new thing where um, height is going to be a requirement for men on this website. <laughs> oh, and Jesus. everybody was like, oh, like, you're fucking, your lives are over now. <laughs> like, this shit is not going to work out but for like, you guys. I've never understood that, though. Like, I've never understood guys that try to hide it or, or lie about it. Like, lie. you can't, at a certain point, people are going to see it. Just don't lie. They're going to see it, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can't yeah. say that you're you're two or three inches taller than you are. It's just not going to be. Do. Kevin, I don't. <laughs> Um, but thank you for cramming that joke into your little honey hole that you got down there. <laughs> honey hole. <laughs> um, I started playing. Uh, I started getting back on the basketball court recently, and oh my god, I am so out of shape. Like I can't. Like obviously, I'm so. I almost beat you at the streamies. No, you actually dominated in that. I was very proud of you. On the episode of KFF, he made mention that like how many times do you think I had to shoot shots just to stay in the game long (laughs) enough to make a ten minute long episode? (laughs) The amount of times that I should do a super cut. All right, I'm going to shoot. Yeah, yeah. People were asking for that. Uh, They were like, dude, I really want to see of all the times that like Nick missed a shot where he'd be like, all right, let me let me go one more time. And like, all right, one more time. <laughs> well, I could have got like, I, we, yeah. <laughs> anyway, basketball not my game. Let's put it that anyway, way. Anyway, um, how, how, how well do you think you do a basketball right now? If you had to, not well. Yeah, better than you. How fucking dare you? I, wow. I mean, I, I haven't shot a basketball oh, in years. Look, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Kevin, get the really long XLR cable. We're taking this podcast so on the road. We were talking about it on a. I was um, during one of my streams, and somebody in chat was like, "Look, you and Nick was funny or whatever. I want to see." Uh, Tim from the Mizzou video against <laughs> Nick from <laughs> Camp AM. Because both of those shots were so <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that shit was on a... First off, the was first amazing. shot that, that Nick did... <laughs> Didn't even like it, really, it. Looks like a spring broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looked like it was you, on purpose. You went to fire the Nerf gun and the spring broke halfway through and just fell it out of the tip. It was so bad. I can't believe that it traveled like halfway of of the distance I, that you wanted. I legitimately got scared. I was like, oh, this is not going to go well. <laughs> not gonna- Here's why we can. It cannot be me versus Tim because the game will go on forever. It has to be timed. It can't be a you horse. Play cow. We, yeah, we, we'll just play cow. Yeah, we used to play cow back in the day. Cow? Quick horse. I still think it would go on for an hour and a half. <laughs> we'll just play tea. You know what I mean? Yeah. I play know. first one to a, to a goal wins, to a basket wins. How about that? So so I went to the, I found this court recently near my, my place. It's like pretty neat. And I, I went there while it was really hot, right, uh, during our little heat wave. And then I, I went again on Saturday, this past Saturday. But when I go, there's like nobody really out there. There's some people playing tennis nearby. So I just like, I'm just shooting around. I'm just like kind of running to go get my own shots, trying to get a little bit of a workout in. And I went on Saturday and there's this whole group of dudes playing like a pickup game. Uh, and they're a little bit older. I'd say they're like upper 30s, maybe some of them uh, lower 40s. But they play every Saturday and they play against each other. So they're in better shape than I am, right? Anybody dunking? No, no, okay. there's no. Any, any fadeaway dunks? No fadeaway dunks, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about it? Yeah. This was something he brought up on Internet Explorers. <laughs> a fadeaway dunk. It became a, love it. a nice little joke. Um, no, no fadeaway dunks here. But uh, they'd finish the game. They're like, oh, you want in? I was like, yeah, sure. Shake your head at me, you so I, so I joined in on this game. And the first game, pretty good, right? We go to 11. I think I had like six points. Wow. We're killing it, right? And then by this point, like, my stamina is slow. My endurance is going down. Yeah. I'm fucking exhausted by the time the second game comes around. The second game, these games are up to 11. You have to win by two points. Did you think about faking a hammy injury? No. Like, ah, but we go, ah, up, we go up 10 to 2. And I had, like, I think five points or some shit like that. Ow. So it's 10 to 2. We're killing it. But I'm starting to get really fucking gassed. The other team starts coming back. And they, like, they play with each other a lot. They know their, each other's names. Sure. And they start making jokes that, like, 
well, he's gas. So I'm just going to keep going at him. And, like, these guys are, like, my height, but they're bigger. And they're, like, backing me down. Like, fuck, it's so exhausting to try to stop you from getting towards a basket. By the time you know it, it's fucking 10 to 10. It's a tie game. I'm like, You're oh, my God. Lincoln. They've just been slamming yeah, the Yeah, yeah, for sure, you. for sure. And, like, the they pass it out to a three-point line. And, like, this t- tall dude named Todd is like, Andy, go guard that Andy. And I was like, fuck, it's so tired. I'm so exhausted. I tripped one point and getting up was so hard because I was so tired. We ended up losing 13 to 11. And as they're walking off the court, Todd tells the other guy on the other team, yo, good game, man. Y'all beat us 2v3. And I was like, Todd, I'm fucking tired, dude. <laughs> like, I can't believe Todd did me this way, man. Yeah, so really? I never want to go back. Cool Greg's looking at me like, Cool Greg would have backed me up here. Fuck Todd. Yeah, fuck yeah. Todd, exactly. But I'm so, I'm so tired at this point that I just, like, I can't even argue back. And I get it. I was the weak link, for sure. It sucks when you, because you want to be like, fuck you, and fight, and you're like, I'm going to fight you, but I'm dead. Yeah, I was like, one day, I'll be back in shape in a couple you weeks. Should get, you should get back in shape. You should, like, drill. So the next for the next like me, two months and then just like, oh, fuck shit. them yeah. up. Yeah, and it, but it was one of those games like where Superman like, at the end of Superman. I was missing a lot of shots you know that I mean? were just like, like doing that fucking bullshit on the hard ass double rim. The fuck. What is a double rim? Those people. Double rim. You see them a lot outdoors on outdoor parks. For it's more for durability because sometimes people try to dunk or yeah. But they're it's it's basically like two rims that are on top of each other and they're sturdier. And what is the the disadvantage of that? The disadvantage it's harder. There's more shit for it to bounce off. Yeah. Like, and a lot okay. of times they're screwed in fucking hella hard into the backboard. So it doesn't give you so any, like, like a super like weak ass layup will just bounce 14 times and then like pop out. Oh, it's okay. just, yeah, double rims are a bitch relation. to play on. They're not good to play on. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. But well, yeah, I saw people commenting like, yeah, people say, oh, the double, rim double rims, bro. Terrible. I was like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but guess what? It didn't suck for me. Tell you, I was one thing right now, you could have been playing with one hand literally tied behind your back. It wouldn't have mattered. You would have <laughs> beat, beat me pretty, pretty squarely on that. I was, I have not felt that out of place in a very long time <laughs> where I was like oh this is good and, and, and to the point where I was like I missed that first shot and the the first thing that went through my mind was I was like fuck why is Kevin shooting this why is Kevin the one cause you just hear it it's like a, it's like a time delay. I'm like, and I see it. and I'm like, it's not even gonna hit the rim. As it's, as it's coming down, I hear no. <laughs> bullshit. I did not laugh that first time because I was like, oh my god, he is gonna do terribly. I was sweating. I'm not gonna We're out on the tarmac. Kevin's sweating, and he's like, how fucking long is this game gonna go? You guys, I that was the most physically demanding shoot I've tough. ever done. It was tough because yeah, this- it was. Fucking eighty-five degrees. Yeah, the, no, I, I think it was ninety by this point well, while we were hot. shooting. And Kevin, the, his sweat was fogging up the, the, the viewfinder. That was, and that was the only way I could God, shoot because it, so it was so bright. He was outside. like, I don't know if I'm focused right now because I can't see it. So foggy. I was like, don't just just go. We'll just have fun. No, you kept saying like, oh, just just check this and check that. I'm like, Nick, I can't see it. <laughs> it looks fine. You did a good job. Yeah, good job. It worked out well. Yeah. Cougar, I gotta get you out there in the courts, man. Because here's the thing: when they they all popped up there, they're like. Oh yeah, we do this thing where you bring a friend. Like we, you always bring a friend out here to play four v four or whatever. And I was like, well, I don't have friends. You know, like I, don't I have, got family. Yeah, exactly. I don't have anybody who would want to go play hoops with me except for Cool Greg. And it's at that one port. Remember, it, it's the <laughs> it's the court that I thought it was called. Yeah, it's the court that I thought was called Rosa Parks. Remember that one? Rossi. Yeah, it was Rossi. Rossi Park. Yeah. Unrelated. Unrelated. Hot news in for you, Andy. What? I hit up Gia. I was like, hey, you spend a lot of time with your girls on Tinder. What are the do's and don'ts Here we go. for Andy Cortez? Oh, God. No sexual innuendos before you meet in person. Okay. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's during, not an Andy that's thing. That's during though. the I message mean, stage. Who knows if I even meet these people in person? Well, yeah. <laughs> One day. 
Don't swipe on every girl just to see who swipes on you. Why not? Guys seem to do this. Don't do the swiping on everybody thing. Be be more targeted with it. Yeah. Yeah. Always comment on something specific about the lady's profile, like a cute dog, or I like hang gliding too. Don't know what the fuck Please that is. Please comment from. that on every one of them, <laughs> regardless of whether there's a hang gliding so like picture. Doug. Also, if anyone's into hang gliding, you're a psychopath. Dude, I'm I not need... dating you. Okay, keep going. And now here's the profile stuff. No shirtless pics. Well, that's not going to be a problem. Yeah, right. No group pics. And that's a key one that a lot of dumb fuckers mess up all the time. They have groupies of who are you? And you also don't want anyone to compare. Be like, I don't know if it was that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm not taking pictures with Ty and putting those fucking pictures <laughs> on my You got to keep your profile thread. language very positive. Stay positive. Uh, definitely have at least four picks. Yeah, I only have two so far. You know, That's here's what we're going to do, Andy. We're going to do this as a bit on KFAF. Oh, we're yeah. going to make your Tinder profile. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. And I think we should do it with, here, here's my pitch for you. Four pictures. You're <laughs> in, the, in the exact same post, just different clothes, different background. But you, same thing. We just composite them in. This is going to be really fun. <laughs> it's going to be, really be fun, fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna, come on. There we got. So this is, this is where it gets weird, but I know this is based on a real story. Uh, but no pics with a tiger or other safari animal. What? So keep, keep it domestic here. You what know does what that mean? mean? That uh, like don't cool. mention your height. All guys do that. It's weird. <laughs> and finally, no pics with girls. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was... I, I wanted... Like, as I'm looking through this, it's like, Jesus Christ, I need a Tinder for people who aren't fucking wanderlusts that love hiking and shit. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, I'm not no, into any of this shit. They're all bullshitting. Anyone that likes hiking is not... We need to make a new shirt. Andy Cortez doesn't, well, doesn't like hiking. hiking. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta figure out how to make that shirt successful. We, ever, we did not figure out how to do it the first great time around. Shirt, was selling it on Avocado Green might have been our first Hey mistake. man, well, you, are, you are desperate for color on the store. You got it. I have cost my, you my entire closet is black shirts. And I love them all. Crownplay.com okay, <laughs> slash store. Go buy them. Blueberry is the night shirt. the jam. It is. I love that shirt. I don't know. I feel like I keep looking at you. I'm like, are we around? Are we, are we finishing the podcast up, or are we can we keep talking shit about I mean, Andy? No, we keep, I mean we can keep talking for sure. Why not though? Before we talk a little bit more, a word from our sponsor. Let's talk about our sponsors. The Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by Movement. You shouldn't have to choose between overpriced designer sunglasses and cheap shades that won't last you all summer. That's why we. Never wear anything other than movement. MVMT. You know this. You see it. They got sunglasses. Uh, they got watches. Well, we've been using movement for a long time ever since they sponsored us. And you know that when I travel, my black sunglasses are, in fact, my movement sunglasses. I love them. Tim loves them. Nick loves the watches. Kevin loves the watches. Everybody's having a good time. Constructed with durable, ex- I don't know, ace tape? What's that? And light, ass tape? And lightweight materials for that perfect, reliable fit. You don't have to choose between style and function. You get both with movement. Pick a style or design, and guess what? They got it there for you. You go there to the movement, you find it, and you get going. Movement sunglasses start at $60 and no pair prices more than $95, so you're guaranteed to find a style you love and a quality that doesn't break the bank. They've sold over 2.5 million products across 160 countries, and their collections are always expanding. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash kinda. That is mvmt.com slash kinda. See why movement keeps growing. Check out the expanding collection. Go to movement.com slash kinda. Join the movement and be like your good pal Greg Miller when he wears sunglasses out with his wife and has a good day. 
Up next, it's Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While the brokerage is charged up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, and you can trade stocks so you can keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started. You can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of the Kind of Funny podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at greggy.robinhood.com. That's greggy.robinhood.com. It's way late. Kevin, this includes the pre-show, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We were going to come back and <laughs> from the ad and be like, all right, thanks for watching. <laughs> we can always just you know plug what? it in there. You know, Kevin can do what he wants. With we don't always have to bump to the ad. We can always just plug it in. I know. Well, you know, plug I gave the option. Plug, plug, plug it in. Plug it Glade in. Glade. I've been doing this thing at night where it's like, dude, my fucking weekend routine of sleeping was so fucked up. I was staying up so late and I have been staying up so late. And what I here's what I've been doing tonight, guys. Well, you know, doing lights are off. What are you I doing have the, I have the YouTube night? app on. Yeah, yeah. I have the YouTube yeah. app yeah. on. How many tissues we got? I've just been watching. You think he's rubbing on the carpet. <laughs> ray tracing RTX videos. Okay, that's all I've been doing. Ray Did, digital RTX? Foundry has been like killing the game. Killing the game. Yeah, yeah, no, I, know, I know what ray tracing is. What about RTX? RTX is a, like uh, a show we got. The, the card. The Nvidia. You're thinking of a radian card. Radian. No. AMD. RTX 2080, yeah. And so so what I've been doing is like, so Digital Foundry has been doing this thing where they will show old games with this sort of newer lighting technology called ray tracing. Oh, cool. And so like, uh, because people have been modding this stuff into older games, so they have like, hey, here's Minecraft with ray tracing on. It's like, holy fuck, this is the future. They they showed Quake 2 with ray tracing, Doom 1. Someone just did that with a movie. I think it was Corridor uh, Digital just did that with a movie where they went back and they like reanimate or did oh maybe it was a prequels for Star Wars where they went back and actually re-put in somebody else did that right oh really yeah you know, sorry was, it, I, I want to say it was Corridor or like four right was it where they redid the fight between um, Vader and oh Obi-Vader. with with actual like reflecting lightsabers yeah, yeah. and yeah Corridor Digital crew has been also killing it I've really been digging their videos the where of everything where they they react to CGI. Well, I guess because because I didn't, I don't know Corridor, I, I haven't followed them in a long time, but I guess they have a whole like actual VFX where they market their VFX like abilities and like sell that as a as a thing. I guess they do yeah. VFX for stuff, so they would they'll do breakdowns on stuff. Yeah, but which the, is supposed to be what, cool. what's been really cool is like these main three dudes who are kind of like their cast members or whatever. They are artists on the Corridor crew. Ren, um, huh? Ren, you know Ren? I don't. W R E N. I don't. Mm. Who's that? Go He's get one Ren. Of the guys. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So then they, yeah, because they, they also mentioned like Freddie Wong and shit like that. Like they'll yeah. mention that quite a bit. But they, they've been doing these videos. I think you'd really like them, uh, Nick, where they break down, they react to CGI from That's what it was. everything. Yeah. So yeah, they, they like that's terrible cool. CGI in the past couple of years of like, oh, here's Sonic. Like, wow. Well, like what's weird about Sonic is that, you know, 
the green on the grass is as green as a green can get, but his eyes are so fucking saturated green that it just doesn't match. That's why this looks off. Mm, why does the Black Panther fight look so terrible at the end of Black, uh, Black Panther between yeah. Killmonger and Black Panther? Yeah, but yeah. then they also talk about good CG. Yeah. So yeah. in the same, like, cool. they, like recently they did, I think what you're talking about is the prequels, and they break it down, and they're yeah. looking at like episode one, they're like, here's good CG in episode one, here's bad CG, yeah. and here's why, and whatever. It's yeah, cool it's it's really, really cool. Uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's one of those things where they are able to break down why things don't feel right you know you watch cg you're like something about this is off right and they they'll look at thanos and be like that's the best cgi i've ever seen in my life but and then and they'll look like oh look his uh his his wrinkles on his he has peach fuzz holy shit they're like breaking down really well it's it's one of my favorite things i've been watching recently they've done like maybe four or five episodes um but yeah, the other thing uh, is just like this new ray tracing technology that isn't necessarily new, but like Pixar has been using it in their most the last like ten years or so. But for games, it's finally becoming prevalent in games now. What is? I mean, if you can if you can explain it, because when I used to dabble in like Cinema 4D yeah. and do motion graphic stuff, I always wanted like it's such a steep learning curve that I never got around to it. But they would always allow you to render with an extra like module that was ray tracing and every time I would I would be like cool I'm gonna do that and I would go and I would hit render and it'd be like estimated time 10 hours for like <laughs> yeah. one frame and I'm like nope not yeah. gonna fuck with ray tracing <laughs> so ray tracing is when you have realistic lighting um because uh, I, I, watch, I watched another video from uh, Linus uh, Kevin yep. who, who was kind of it wasn't that channel but it was still Linus like mm. narrating or whatever and he's like so here's what ray tracing is look you know look at a point on a wall and then follow that point back to a light. Essentially, the light is bouncing off millions of places, mm. and and that's just what creates this sort of realistic lighting. And right. it's it's so mathematic and it's so fucking difficult to do. But the like the next thing, the next wave in gaming is ray tracing, uh, because it's not all just set and baked lights. Right. It's actual like. Yeah. It's it's. That's gonna be cool. It's just like the future where. Uh, there's a moment uh, where they were talking about in, in the Halo Infinite trailer where the guy on the back, the guy that was climbing the thing to try to, you know, the, the E3 gen- mm-hmm. demo where he falls down and there's a thing spinning around and spinning like you see the light reacting to all the shit and it's all like real time stuff mm, that's cool. happening. Cool. Um, but it's just it's just so fucking interesting. I've been like addicted to learning about it and just seeing how old games look with ray tracing and it's really fascinating. I man. love that shit. Really I used cool. to do that shit with like After Effects tutorials where I'd be like, how do they do this one thing? And then I just watch a 35, the most dry, boring <laughs> yeah. 35 video minute long video. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, yeah. Andrew, like Kramer. Andrew Kramer or Andrew, there's another guy named Andrew Rabinowitz over on, on uh, creativecow.net. Uh-huh. I'd be like, these guys are awesome. Yeah. But uh, that was me fun. back in the day with 3D art, like Victor Omen, who works for, I forgot where the fuck you were. And uh, today in uh, ZBrush, we will be learning, uh, it's always like super oh, strong yeah. Well, you showed me some shit last week on uh, in Photoshop that blew my damn mind. It's like the most basic stuff in Photoshop, and I'm like, wow. I've been telling you I to don't do it know forever. Any, but even but so like my 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 approach to using those tools yeah. is is came from After Effects first. So any knowledge that I had of like it was After Effects then Illustrator because Illustrator can make vector stuff and that's what's necessary for After Effects. And then Photoshop was always the third thing that I needed to use. So I, it's the last thing that I ever learned. And so 
I my knowledge of Photoshop is so pedestrian that it's almost laughable after having used that tool set for like twelve or fifteen years. Like compared to what I know about After yeah, Effects, sure. it's like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. When well, you yeah. see somebody who knows what they're doing, like Andy in Photoshop, you use Photoshop, it's incredible. It's like I'm in there like, like a different fucking language. slamming rocks together to try to make a thumbnail be at anything, and I'll be like, hey, well, Andy, come do that, and he comes and just doing all these different things, using brushes. Blend that's how I feel about you with After Effects. Like I just like well, After I Effects is grasp- different though because it doesn't make. It's not, it hasn't like, it's so fundamentally different than Photoshop, like on a different level. But yeah, but some of the stuff you showed me, I was like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Like that's a really handy tool to be able to group shit. Like, I don't know you can do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can add effects to like folders. I had no fucking idea you could do that. That's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So just cool shit like that. Yeah. Folders and uh, mask. I've always been about masks, like non-destructive. You put a mask on something, you're not erasing the pixels from that image. You're just masking them out. That's why I used to do like, so when we did original, like a lot of stuff we did like uh, back in the day for kind of funny where we do headshots or things like that. I used to mask things out i drag it into after effects because after effects you can do masks everything's non-destructive which is great but that's what that's why i always shied away from photoshop is because how many times did i would i make something in photoshop and be like oh i fucked something up but i can't undo that far it's it's too far back to undo yeah. you can keep it like rasterized or you can keep it a smart object or whatever yeah, yeah it's still limited though we're getting real technical now with with this photoshop discussion <laughs> <laughs> this went from gentrification to, photo, to like photoshop tips i don't like it i love it oh my god i don't know why but every once in a while call yourself daddy andy on tinder no. Yeah, yeah, no, Daddy Andy. Well, we'll do that on Wednesday on KFA. There you go. Um, yeah, but every once in a while, I go down that rabbit hole when I have to like dig into a project. Like recently, I had to go back into After Effects to make like the we have cool friends stuff. Um, and I'm like, fuck, I love this so much, but it's You're just so not. Good at it, man. It's just not beneficial for me to like invest more time yeah. of my life in that because I think I hit a certain point with After Effects where I was like, this is awesome, and then my life segued over to just being like more on camera and just doing more like just shooting and making sure shit gets done from like a raw production standpoint that that iterating farther past that and having to be more polished i just never got to that place that's why i'm so glad that you were tasked with doing the slight animations for the game cast intro yeah because as somebody who made the game cast animation years ago and then tim being like hey we're gonna add a jared yeah I was like, I can draw Jared, but fuck if I remember yeah, how to animate Andrew, in this goddamn program. Dude, well, that's that's a different level. Like animating in uh, Flash or whatever yeah. whatever Adobe product you were using for that. It was yeah, <laughs> it was Flash at the time. Now it's that called shit. like animation. I used to open that fuck. stuff up when we were doing the animated show because that's how Dagan would actually like he'd give me those files and I'd open it up. I'm like, I'll just clearly I know how to animate stuff. I'll open this up and, and change this. Like, no, it's, it doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Yeah, that's, The UI that, is fucking, it's Latin. That's why the animation on them, it's like, it's not drawn keyframes. It's uh, like, I gave you Andrea and it's her body with her yeah, arm and you perfect. moved the arm or whatever. That's easy. But back in the day, I would have like drawn that in with like a squash and a stretch. Smear or yeah, some shit. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. That's weird to me. All that stuff's fun though. Daddy Andy. Daddy smear. Andy. Daddy Andy. <laughs> back rub. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four best friends gather on this table. Each coming to talk about what's happening in their lives. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can get the show ad-free early and with the pre- and post-show. We're about to film the post-show, talk to the chat, do all that. And I know I absolutely got a lot of very ray-tracing information wrong, so forgive me, comments. No, put them in the comments. We'll learn. That's fine. Cool. Okay. Just yell at Andy in the comments. It's fine. Uh, you don't want to toss any bucks our way. It's no big deal. Each and every Friday, it posts as a big old video and podcast on kindoffunny.com, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. Uh, we're going to jump into that post show. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>